Hello, welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we dive into today's topic. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me to share. I appreciate it. I was actually uh, listening to a testimony of a man named David, and uh, he was a lawyer, and he was in the Aleutian Islands uh, uh, in Alaska. And um, I wanted, after I heard his testimony, I was very, I don't know, something about that testimony really stuck in my mind. And it reminded me of the scriptures that I want to share. It's the first scripture that I want to share. It's Matthew, the 18th chapter and verse 12. And it says, how think ye if a man have an hundred sheep and one of them be gone astray, doeth he not leave the ninety and nine and goeth into the mountains and seeketh that which is gone astray? And then the next scripture that I wanted to share, which Pastor can leave it up on the board. There, it wasn't another. She just printed out the one for uh, John 10. Um, and it's verses 13 through 18 and verses 27 through 30. And it says in verse 13, the hireling fleeth because he is an hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore doeth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. And then verses 27 through 30 of the same chapter says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them to me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. So, as I was uh, listening to this testimony by David, I, I decided that I would print, that I would type up his testimony and print it out, and that I would um, put my own thoughts with his testimony. And because the testimony spoke volumes to me, it, it hit me, if anybody understands what I mean, it, it hit me. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that when God speaks to me about me, or speaks to me and encourages me through his word, because then 
I can share what he's saying to me with someone else. And if it's a blessing to them, so be it. But if it's not, that's okay because he was talking to me. <laughs> and so anyway, I'm going to start reading his testimony. Uh, David said he and a friend, another lawyer, were in Alaska in the Aleutian Islands doing a lawsuit. They were headed back to Anchorage and then going on home. He had a ticket in his pocket to get on an airplane. A pastor who was also a pilot came up and said, I can save you some money. David says, how's that? The pilot says, I flew a small plane up here and I can take you in my plane and you can save your ticket. David says to the pilot, thank you so very much, but I've got this ticket on me and my friend and I will just make our way on home. The pilot says, no, you've got to do it. And against every better judgment that he had, David said, he did it, he said, okay. So they went out to the airport to this little plane. David looks at it and thought one good thing is that it's very nice and shiny. The pilot walks around the plane and they all get into it with the pilot on the left, David on the right, and David's friend, also a lawyer, right behind him. The plane started up just fine. It taxied out just fine. David said to the pilot, should we pray? The pilot, who is a pastor now, says, we normally don't, but that's a good idea. David says, well, today we're going to pray. David said that he prayed a long prayer, <laughs> more than five minutes. And they got onto the runway, and the pilot starts down the runway, and the plane lifted off ever so gently, not a problem in the world. They started climbing, and after three or four minutes, the pilot turns to him and says, we're going into the clouds, and I can't fly in clouds. They make me pass out. <laughs> David said, clouds make you do what? <laughs> it had been cloudy all day long. Now, I want to know how many of us can relate to this. You know, something sudden and unexpected takes place. You know, you're expecting everything to be okay, but all of a sudden there's an issue. And we're really not prepared for this issue. <laughs> David said as they went up into the clouds, they couldn't see anything. The pilot looks over at him. He starts mumbling and his eyes roll back into his head and he passes out. David grabbed the pilot and shook him. You've got to wake up. Now they're in the clouds flying along with no pilot and the friend is in the back seat and he says we're dead <laughs> david said there's a good chance of that <laughs> his friend said what are we going to do so david handed the microphone to him and said ask for help the friend doesn't know what you are supposed to say so he's on the phone on the microphone saying hello 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 someone on the radio answered back hello don't you know proper radio etiquette? Friend says, we don't know anything. We are in a plane with a passed out pilot and we don't know how to fly this plane. 
Oh my goodness. The guy on the radio says, I'm on a freighter flying out of Anchorage, headed to Tokyo, and you're telling me there's no one who can fly that plane. The reply was correct. David said he was sweating so much. <laughs> the guy on the radio says, I am going to start circling you so I don't lose you because if I fly out of range of your radio, you won't have me anymore. He said, I'm gonna get Anchorage emergency for you. And Anchorage will be the people who can help try to save your life. After about five minutes, Anchorage came on and said, we understand you have a passed out pilot and the rest of you don't know how to fly a plane. David and his friend replied, that's correct. Anchorage said, the first thing we gotta do is find you. He said, my job is to get you home safe, but here's the deal. If you want to get home safe, you have to obey my voice. He said, you can't see me. You can't see me, but I can see you. If you're not going to obey my voice, you're not going to make it. How many of us, I don't know about anybody else, but me, I get a little disoriented when I don't know where I'm going. I can't see anything. I'm, it's dark around me. I'm a little disoriented unless I've been in this, you know, like in my apartment. I, I can walk around in it dark because I've been in there. I'm familiar with where everything is. But when I'm in a new place and I don't know where I am, if it's, if it's dark and I can't see, I'm disoriented. I'm confused, you know? And the only thing that, 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 that really helps me to calm down is a voice of reason. The voice, the voice that's in my head, you know, Jesus is in my head. I don't know about nobody else, <laughs> but Jesus is in my head and he's the voice of reason and he calms me down. He tells me that he's in control of things. Everything's gonna be all right because I can depend on Jesus. The voice on the radio came back in about four minutes and said, there is a mountain up ahead. And if you don't listen to my voice, you are going to run into it and you're going to die. Follow my voice. Now David understood that without the radio voice, he had nothing. How many of us know that without Jesus, we don't have anything? Oh my God, we're lost. We don't have nothing. You can't really rely on people because you can rely on them for a little bit, but sooner or later, they're going to let you down. Somebody's going to let you down, but Jesus never lets me down. He doesn't always answer the way I want him, Pastor. He doesn't always give me the, the response that I want, but he always answers. He never goes without answering me. Sometimes he says no. That's the response. No. <laughs> No, that's not good for you. No. But he always responds. He never leaves me hanging. He never leaves me hanging. Hallelujah, Jesus. Well, I hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened. Join us here each Saturday at 3 p.m. for Tea Time with Marcella.